What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Guys, this is Finn Foster here and Adler. Super excited to be here, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I just got back from my trip from Colorado. How was it? Ah, oh, dude. Coles. Yeah, I can only imagine. I heard that it was like uh, down to what eight eight degrees, something like that. On average, the, on average, the average temperature was about eight degrees. In some places, we ended up on Pikes Peak, negative thirty six. It's pretty cold. Hey, you know, but I mean, that's a, a one of those once in a lifetime experiences that you get a chance to go through, and I think that's it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, I, obviously uh, we come here every week, and we always have a subject, a topic matter to discuss. But before we get into it, before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, what's up? How can people connect with us? So number one, obviously we want to share with you. There's two major platforms, and that is number one, our website, tbynworldwide.com. Guys, make sure you guys are hopping on there. Take yourself on a self-guided tour. We have and a lot of information. We have just um, just check, take a look at the website. We have um, the coffees on there. Um, we have uh, Finn's book on there. Uh, we, we just, you know, it's definitely a way to show some love, support. So definitely check out, uh, tbynworldwide.com. That's right. And what's the second way? Uh, our Instagram. Instagram. All right. What's the Instagram again? The Best You Nation. The Best You Nation. Very so, easy. Yeah, man. Very just easy. check us out. It's your boys, Finn and Adler. And, um, you know, we're, we're happy and excited in order to have another epic motivational Monday. That's very true. And by the way, guys, with that being said, for all of our Spotify listeners, I want to just say thank you to each and every single one of you guys. We appreciate you. I both want to say thank you. We love you. Just sharing us and making us a part of your week, part of your day. Guys, well, first of all, Adler, I don't know if you you know this, but I think I may have messaged you about this. We were selected of about of all the millions of podcasts out there, several mm -hmm. millions, if, if you will, and we were selected to be a part of the early bird access to Spotify's exclusive coming out this year video podcasting. So now not only can you hear us, but now you can see, see our beautiful faces. That's right. And I'm not going to lie. We are beautiful. So we are beautiful. And, you know, I will be honest. <laughs> thanks to Cassandra, I can grow a little hair on my face. It's nice. People <laughs> will be able to see my mustache and my beard. I might have to get myself a trim. Um <laughs> But, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're excited that we got the opportunity. We're blessed. And thank you, Spotify, for um, just uh, allowing us to use your platform. And obviously, we've got to show some love to Apple Podcasts as well because this is where we originated from. And that's where we did or we do our most, you know. Most of our, most of our following, most of you guys are out there listening. But I know we have seen quite a bit of a spike mm -hmm. through our Spotify family. So we, we want to say thank you. We love you. you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Before we get going today, um, I just want to say thank you also to Adler for co-partnering partnering with me on this and always keeping me accountable and pushing me through to be the best version of me, which is, you know, sometimes, you know, we go through our seasons of ups and downs and life is crazy sometimes and, you know, we have obligations and I just appreciate you keeping me accountable here, even though, you know, sometimes I'm distracted with school, whether it was work, I'm, you know, exhausted I just want to say thank you for always being there and always pushing me to be the best because, you know, this podcast isn't a, a one-man show or a one-man band. This is t this takes two. I think last time or a couple weeks ago, we actually talked about this. You know, you need a left and a right brain uh, to be operational, and I, I'm just grateful that I have this side of the brain that I'm not because this is not, again, this is not a one-man band. So I just want to say thank you and appreciate you and share my love to you, man, and just always keeping me, not just even the podcast, just life with school with my job and being a man just want to say thank you well uh, i appreciate that man and um you know obviously i wouldn't want to do another podcast with any other person except for you anyway and um you know this is this is something that you know, not only it's something that we do it's something we're passionate about it's not something that we just you know come on and just you know you know talk just just to talk or just to hear ourselves we talk about real issues real things that everyone struggles with and you know, one of the, the, especially in like this climate, this like now um, atmosphere with, you know, you know, all the geopolitical stuff going on and politics itself, you know, it's important to remember what is your why? Like, what is the reason that you do what you do? Yep. And the reason why we do what we do here, honestly, truthfully, and I know it sounds so cheesy, it sounds so cliche, but we do this because we love people. And we want to 
invoke a change in you and not in just like not just like a physical appearance but just a change that's in your heart in your soul that something that makes you want to go out there and strive after chase after your goals there's too many people sitting on the sidelines too afraid to chase after your goals but if you have a powerful enough why then it doesn't even feel like work you get up with a sense of passion a sense of purpose and you do these things because you know they mean a lot to you and that's something that we were trying to you know wake up in each and every single person that gets a chance to hear us out and um you know that's that's a desire you know absolutely man well i think it's your 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 point that you make is incredible we do need to get up every morning and i think it's important but it's it's also finding that like you said that why right that purpose and you know along the question of why I want to ask you a question, and maybe this is a far-fetched question. Maybe it's something you can answer now. But today's topic is kind of surrounded around this. And and I was I was reading an article from a para what is it a Paralympic? Her name's Danielle Kisser, and mm-hmm. she I was reading her article, and it was very interesting because it was just it's something that I could relate to. I could yeah. personally make a connection with with her story and and what she kind of was explaining as far as you know what are you working for that was the question that she had as the main like title of her article and what is it you're working for so one of the things that i was reading is that there is this this, there's this kind of a mindset that we have to have like you know maybe if you can elaborate on this if there's ever been a time and and i'm going to start this off with a question because i think it's important and i think every single person has experienced this if you can hold a job i'm sure any single person can answer this but um in the past, whether it was like in your younger days or you know now, even you know the nurse or before becoming a nurse, the transporter, um, has there ever been a time where you applied for a job? It sounded so good, like it sounded like they offered you a bonus, they offered you this, like oh you're gonna get your you know, you're gonna be a full time uh, employee, you're gonna get all your hours, you're gonna make this much money, and you get to this job, you do the training, they you know you get through all that, and then all of a sudden you're just like this is not really what I signed up. This is not what I walked into. Your, your job description on what is it? indeed didn't say this. This is not what I, you know, the vision that you had for this job is not what I'm doing. Have you experienced that? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, um, I think in college uh, when I was at the University of North Florida, I was a, so I got a, I applied for a job at the cafeteria. And um, in my head, I, what I expected, because you know, when I applied for the job, there was like a guy at the cashier, there was a guy at, like servers, like people just, you know, doing um, tag you know, team. Yeah, yeah, they were actually like, you know, uh, serving food and stuff like that. And in my head, that's I thought that that's what I was going to be doing. Unfortunately, they had me like washing dishes. Oh. Like, and it was just like, and I mean, of course, I'm not like, you know, I'm not clowning on anybody that washed the dishes. That's okay. It's just. It to me it was just like all right you mis you misled me you told me that you know I was gonna be you know doing um, you know cashier or I was gonna be serving and then now I'm in in the dishroom and so yeah I, I stomached it I I think I worked it for like a good three maybe four months and I think that's like the only job that like I I, I put in my two week notice <laughs> and because uh, again and this is how I know it was disingenuous. Um, I put up my two-week notice, and then I came in for my shift, you know, to, to finish out my two weeks. She just removed me from every single one of my shifts, and she said, yeah, you really do your duty. And I said, oh, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I just kept it moving, kept it pushing. And so, I mean, like, it's 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 not like I wanted the job anyway. So, you know, it, it you know, I was, it, it was taking a lot of time from school and taking a lot of time from, you know, everything else that I was trying to focus on at the time anyway. So, uh I ended up leaving and I don't regret it actually. It was like probably one of the best things and it actually helped lead me to a point where I changed my major from physical therapy to nursing and now I'm here. And so that's exactly, that is exactly like what I want. Like that, that right there, dude, is like in itself kind of like the inspiration in it, in, within its own nutshell. Uh, so... I think it's interesting you shared the story about being a dishwasher. I hate doing dishes, so I probably well, would have bypassed that job. In all honesty, it wasn't even the dishes that bothered me. It was the fact that other employees were like, yeah, she never makes us do this. Well, I don't know why she's having you do this. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I would do it, and I wouldn't say anything. And so 
No, like shoot, <laughs> it would be like you know, uh, scrub the baseboards of like the walls, um, like go out and like you know squeegee or you know wash the windows, and you know they would make comments like, "Oh, she never makes any of us do that. That's weird." So I have a question for you. Yeah. So because you know, obviously you you'd mentioned that you'd stayed three or four months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What drove you to be? in that kind of environment for such a long time? Because there was no comfortable reward from there. There was no, like, yay, I did the dishes and I cleaned baseboards. Yeah. There was no, but but there was something that you held on to, whether you were aware of it or not. Yeah. You held on to it for a period of time that kept you going through three to four months. And out of that three to four months, you learned what you didn't like, right? Yeah. So it's, the question comes back to what, are you working for what was it that Adler said all right I'll stick out three to four months because clearly you didn't you don't sound like you were thrilled by the job from the no, no 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 and and so and like and, and here's the thing is like um I had options right and not like you know a lot of options but I had been working as a transporter at the same time so I was still getting 30 hours a week working as a transporter and this was just supposed to be like you know this was to be um get through and help me make it easier for rent so I would you know, do my um, 30 hours Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then work the weekdays, um, maybe two days a week at um, the cafeteria. And so I did it, my, my aspiration was to help make rent be a little easier. And the, for the months that I did it, it was easier. It was easier to live. But I also found that like balancing two jobs and school was not feasible. Plus, I hated the job. <laughs> and I don't use hate often, but I strongly disliked it. So um, I ended up leaving because it just didn't fit, you know, my overall end goal. And the overall end goal was to get into a position where I can help people. And that's why I ended up switching to, um, from physical therapy to nursing. Not to say that physical therapists don't help. They do. But nursing... angle. Yeah, nursing is more of like you, you get like direct patient contact and you spend 12 hours with somebody versus like 15 minutes. So you get you you have a higher chance of impacting somebody if you spend more time with them. So to me, it was just more of like a, a no brainer at that point. It was like the best wrong decision, or I guess best mistake that I made that turned into something beautiful. So I'm gonna I love it because I actually, as you're saying that, I created a parallel in my in my thought process. Unfortunately, this it's not unfortunate actually. I'm gonna embrace it because I got to be better about this. Okay. So you said. It gave you the motivation. And I'm only highlighting this because sometimes in the midst of everything, and let's just be you know, on the theme of being transparent, um, you were in the back. The dish guy is usually in the back. Mm-hmm. And the cashier guy is in the front. Correct. Now, looking at the parallel where you are today, it's not necessarily that you didn't mind doing the dishes. It's just you would have rather been the cashier. No. It, you know what? Had... You know? I think I feel like it's one of those things that had it would just been an honest like, hey, I need somebody to do this the jobs that a lot of people don't want to do, or not even that, just say, hey, look, I need another dish person or somebody in the back. So now you just, just added a whole other curveball, which I love. No, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just create, saying, I want, I want to create you, an image for you. So I just want clarification. That's my big my biggest thing. It was it was clarification and what's my purpose here? And if you tell me that I'm doing X, Y, and Z, I expect X, Y, and Z, nothing more, nothing less. Because that's what you assured me. That's what you promised me. Right. No, but, so the only reason why I was bringing it up, and, and you added something that's going to kind of change the palette just a little bit, but okay. for the good. So it was funny that you said that. So you were in the back. You said you want other, you want to help people. Correct. I just think it's interesting that your story about the whole dishwashing is like you not necessarily going down the physical therapy route, but wanting to be a nurse. Whether you work in the front, work in the back, wherever it is that you were, you wanted to be engaging with people. You wanted to spend time yeah, to help course. people. Yeah. In the eyes of the public, being in front of the cashier, you were making the most interaction with your customer, so to speak, right? Yeah. So you, as a nurse, now, today, mm-hmm. you're doing the most spending time, which you just said. You spend 12 hours a day with a patient where, you know, like you said, physical therapy is so important. If the dishes aren't clean, then boom. Yeah. Nothing's done. And I'm not trying to, I'm not putting a dishwasher on the same level as a physical therapist. What I'm saying is, is that the parallel that I'm creating here is in your season, the four months, what I see is that you did the job because it was a job and you had a purpose there to learn something. And my dad once told me, you're, you're here in your seasons of work 
Because work has been around, and the concept of work has been around since the beginning of time. When God said, hey, Adam, I need, you know, he took man, put him in the Garden of Eden, and said, boom, take care of it, work the fields, do what you got to do. That's been an ongoing thing, mm-hmm. nonstop. So your story, actually, to me, when I hear it, it sounds like it's kind of like that physical therapist versus being the nurse, which one you wanted to be, like dishwasher or be more exposed to people as the cash register or the guy who's serving people, which is what you wanted. Of course, so yeah. you already knew, even in the cafeteria job, you had some kind of affirmation, if you if you will, to kind of say, obviously I want to be around people. I'm here to take care of people. And being a dishwasher is going to literally limit me from doing such. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. But I just see, I see a correlation between your journey as a nurse and maybe God kind of rerouting you from being a physical therapist, which being a physical therapist is not easy either. Yeah. It's just a different well, it's a different circus to deal with. And I, I think in, in that season, it also helped me, um, it, and you said it best, you said it showed you exactly what you don't want. And so when I understood that this is not something that I wanted, I said, okay, what do I have to do in order to get to the place that I want to be at? And I realized that school was my best bet. And so I put all my eggs in one basket and I said, all right, I'm going to focus on school and I'm going to go into nursing. And I kept my transporter job at um, Central Florida Regional Hospital for many, like, I think I worked from 2009 to 2016. And I, there was a point in time where I got to the point where like my manager and I, um, it was not, not, nothing against like him, like personally, it was just, um, I wasn't, I didn't like the environment as much as as I did before. And I kept telling myself, even though I don't like the environment, I'm going to come in every single day and I'm going to work my tail off because at the end of the day, this gives me experience. This allows me, this opens an opportunity for me to um, to grow, to learn, get that experience, and then I can you know inevitably graduate and start work from there. And when I became a nurse... Um, I just feel like it was just God's plans, God's timing, because I actually applied to Central Florida Regional Hospital at first when I became a nurse. And unfortunately, I think I sent my application sometime in April, and <laughs> um, I never heard anything back. And I was actually kind of like, I was kind of shaken, because I said, man, I, I, I worked there for so many years, why don't they want to like hire me? Like I'm, I'm very personable, I'm a hard worker. And um, I, then I when I applied at Advent Health, Advent Health called me, probably like two days after and they had me in an interview within a week I did four different interviews I got one I got I think I got three out of the four and I ended up choosing um, a surgical PCU and I went for it and literally on the day that I'm starting orientation Central Florida Regional calls me and they say hey we accepted you and you're you know you can work for us and at that point, it gave me nothing but gratitude because I said, man, you guys took forever. The end of April to now, and you guys are finally sent, extending like uh, your hand to me. So, unfortunately, I regrettably have to uh, reject your offer. But in the future, if I do seek employment, you know, I will seek it with you. Which, you know, it's actually kind of crazy because I ended up working, going back there in 2018, working part-time. Hmm. And I still worked for them. It's just not in the way that I thought I was going to work with them before. I love it. And, you know, the reason why I love it is is that you are ruthless about your way to work. Ruthless. You, well, because, and the reason I say that is... Why ruthless? Like, that's a a very strong word. It's like a... Because you uh, (laughs) don't allow, it's like, you, is ruthless bad? No, not not bad. No, I was just I'm just saying. I'm just like, making sure because I want to like I don't want to use the wrong. No, word I'm not because, like I'm oh, not even insulted at all. No. I was just more so just trying to like understand why out of all the words. It's just on my heart. That's what, okay. All right. So so let me. I was just gonna make sure I was like. Cause I know no, you're, you're good. I, no, you're used, good. You're I, good. I don't good. know how to say certain words sometimes. <laughs> I mess up words and I've used you know like uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like I can't say philosophical. So whatever. Philosophical. Philosophical. Yes. I have to break it down. I can't say it on one try or else I'm wrong. Philosophical, or I can't say. All right, let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. (laughs) Um, So, the reason why I say you're ruthless is because when it's when especially, I mean, you're you're passionate about everything you do. I think that that is uh, a given, and that's not something you hide. 
you know, like I said, even though the simplicity of the story behind you being the dish boy and wanting to be somewhere else, you allow that season to teach you what you didn't want to do. You wanted to be in a place in which you were, you were going to be in direct contact with people, extending your hand, helping people, not to be cliche or to be obvious, but that's what we're doing here with our podcast and you know, essentially our mission and our vision in, in mind. Uh, so one of the things that I kind of want to highlight on that ruthless aspect is, is that you are a successful person. You are a successful young man that I get to sit next to and I get to work on this podcast day in and day out behind scenes. We've got things going on. We're up late, you know, in the night Mm -hmm. working on this stuff, constantly creating stuff and coming up with ideas and topics. And one of the things that, uh, John Mark... Uh, Comer says, he actually says this in his book, the reason why I said Ruthless is because his book is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Okay. And he says this in the book. He says, to be seen as as successful in today's world is to be busy. You don't stop. You don't allow the exterior environment to determine what Adler's next step is. And just like you applying for one hospital system while another one is still delaying, you didn't allow the circumstance at that time, that environment, the changing, you know, it's like this. It's like if you had the perfect cards laid out for you. It's like someone handed you a perfect deal or a perfect whatever, a perfect hand. Okay. Right? But the timing wasn't right. You needed that perfect hand at the beginning, not in the middle of the game when you lost all your tokens. Someone else saw that your tokens were available, and they saw your hand, and they saw what you were dealt, and they took it, and they ran with it. They saw something in you at that time that God prepared for you to walk in. Sometimes I feel like this is the the reality for us is that we get uncomfortable when we don't see promotion. We don't see recognition, you know, the raises that we look for because we're doing our work. Mm-hmm. You know, and the reason I bring that up is it's not necessarily occupational because sometimes even in life, you know, we're we're reaching out, we're motivating people, but we don't see anything come back. And sometimes we get discouraged. So, I mean, a lot of people in a situation that you were in would say, oh, okay, well, no one wants me as a nurse. But you didn't, you put all your eggs in the basket when you did your school to become a nurse, but then you took your eggs out of the basket and said, all right, it's time to spread these eggs out. Disperse. Dispersing. Well, and, and that's part of the reason why I chose the field that I chose is knowing that there's always going to be a need. You know, um, you know, they always say, you know, people get sick. People always get sick. People always get hungry. So there's always going to be a job in food. There's always going to be a job in health care. People are going to die. There's always going to be a job in a morgue. And I know that sounds, you know, dark, but, you know, I looked at like, all right, what was a area in life that has a huge need for people? And that's the thing that I was trying to fill. And when I um, sent my application to Central Florida Regional, nothing against them. I, like it's a, I worked for the organization for like what seven, eight years, something like that, in total, um, from 2018 up until like this past um, winter, actually. Um, no, not 2009 to this past winter. Um, but it wasn't something that. Um, I don't know, like, uh, I, I feel like while I, my, my time was there, I made the best of my experience, and I learned a lot, and because I learned a lot, I was able to use those same experiences when I got to admin, and, you know, going to a place where you don't know anybody, and you have to make a name for yourself, and there's no preconceived idea of who you are, now you have to build your own reputation, and although it might seem like a daunting task, I, I love the idea of it, because it's like I can reshape, remorph myself into whoever, whatever I want to be. And I don't have to be afraid of you know, somebody saying, oh, well, you can't do this because you know, we have this idea of you. I am what I say I am because I am. You know, and um, I think that like, it, it, it's funny that you say this. You, you, you say um, I'm successful. And in, in, in I, I know that sometimes I can be a little bit cocky. I can be a little bit like... Uh, arrogant I don't see that yet and I'm, I'm just being honest like I, I I view life like there's still so many different things I haven't accomplished yet that I haven't even got a chance to even try that I haven't even got a chance to even think of and I, I think as I get older I start to realize that 
life is like gardening, right? When you first go into a garden, it's just sand, it's just dirt, it's nothing there. And then one day you take this seed and you put it into the ground. You water it, you add sunlight, and you be patient. You wait for, even though you can't see the seed growing or sprouting or doing anything, as you keep watering, you keep nurturing, over time, that little seed starts to sprout from the ground. And that little sprout turns into this plant. And that plant turns into you know, a, a tree or whatever it is that you planted. But the, the point is, life, or getting to those levels in life, it takes time. And you have to be patient. You have to continue working even when you don't see progress. You have to continue doing the hard things even when you don't feel like doing it. And I think that's honest. That's honestly like, I think the biggest difference between the most successful people in the world and those that have never even like got like on the track to even try, because the most successful people in the world they failed, and they did not accept it. They got up and they kept going. They kept working and they stayed patient. They stayed patient, and they just kept on doing the same things over and over again, tweaking and adjusting, um, here and there, obviously, but. For the most part, they sought after things that they they wanted to do because they had a powerful enough why. And my my why, honestly, and like just to just be transparent, my why is I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to be able to take care of my my parents as they get older and put be in a better um, financial situation than they were. Um, but I'm able to help them out. And not only help them out, but I'd like at some point in time, you know, when I do decide to get married and to have kids and to, you know, get to that next stage in life, I want my kids to be able to say, man, it's crazy. My dad thought about me years and years before I was even an actual thought, like it was a plan. Like they thought, of, he thought about me. And I, I, that's honestly the only thing that keeps me pushing, keeps me grinding, keeps me moving is knowing that like, at some point, that day is going to come. And until then, I'm going to keep working and keep grinding and keep on trying to do everything that I can so that way um, I can create a better life for my future family. I love you, kids. That's amazing, man. It's powerful. <laughs> and you know what? I think a lot of people can relate to that because there yeah. are some that are out there who are pondering, you know, like, hey, you know, when when is it right to get married? Or, hey... Like I'm, I, and I'm, like, and I'm, I'm saying this to you, and I'm not even dating anybody right now. Like that's the, that's the, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this, and I know it's going to happen at some point. It's just more of like, all right, I'm instead of trying to force something, I'm patiently waiting. I'm taking my time, and I'm just easing on into everything. That's amazing. No, I mean, and I, I say it like it's so easy. It's just amazing. No, it's it's there is a level of there's a depth that we have as individuals as people and a depth that you have right now sharing something like that right it's like you know that you are enthusiastic about work you're enthusiastic about your growth as a person you're enthusiastic about not only your life but the life of your parents and also you know your future spouse and your children it's actually really interesting that you brought up the fact that you are that you kind of put it in perspective like a flash forward, I guess is the right terminology if you're talking literature. Yeah. Is the, or is it a foreshadow? I don't know which one it is now. But it's basically you putting yourself in the, in the shoes of your child. They kind of go, foreshadow. my yeah. dad was thinking for me. It's actually really crazy. There's thousands of people out there that think the same, probably the same exact I mean, way yeah, that and you I'm, and I I'm, do. I'm sure. It's like, I want these things I need these things and it's like it's crazy people we people have this mindset that they will work and work and work which is again why we're you know talking about this today you know I think we take work for granted I think we look at work and look at it as a burden versus it being a blessing because we're God gave us the gift to get up every morning and you have a decision two decisions to make within the first five minutes of getting up and I've experienced both some days it's harder, some days it's easier, but it's a matter of being consistent, right? If you want something bad enough, you'll do something about it. 
And so two things that we make, the two decisions that we have in the morning, the first five minutes that you wake up or you open your eyes, are either A, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something, or B, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to lay right here, and that's my something. And one of the two is going to get you somewhere. One of the two may just continue your rest period or maybe just satisfy you in the very moment. But I can guarantee you, when you start seeing the things or the people and the and the and the and the goals that you have that are not churning and nothing is you know being being produced because you don't want to put effort right and i speak for my own self i have had moments where i'm like oh, i don't want to get up and it's because you know i have my toss and turn kind of moments right i have my moments where i'm like all right i'm gonna get up like this morning for example i got up made myself a a, a breakfast bagel it was really good and I really wanted to sleep longer, but I knew that I had class today. I had to get up and make make this happen. But in order for us to be successful or to to understand our why and to cultivate a mindset where we are working, right? You get the opportunity to wake up and go work. You have the opportunity to get up and go take care of patients for 12 hours, whether it's a good day, a bad day, or a fair day, it doesn't matter. The, the, well, it doesn't matter, but the point is, is that we have the ability to determine whether it's a good day or a bad day. And oftentimes, how you start your day is going to be how the rest of your day is going to be. As a matter of fact, I think I have, uh, it's, a, it's a quote by Ann, or Annie Dillard. She says, how we spend our day is, of course, how we spend our lives. So what you do today and how you determine today, how you make your choices, mm -hmm. it's going to determine how you will be for your lifetime. If you're consistent, like you always say, if you're consistent with what you're doing, the results will show. Me showing up to the gym, just looking at myself and looking at the weights and not doing anything with it doesn't necessarily mean, no, not even the word necessarily, does not mean that I'm gonna get big and buff. Because if you don't put the work in, if you don't go out and do something, there's not gonna be a result. So, and if you wanna well, kind of steal the thunder a little bit, just to elaborate. And I agree. To my extent, knowledge just as much as I can. No, and share I, that. I agree with you. And it's it's not really a matter of if 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 because I feel like somebody, most people, they they concern themselves. Well, if this happens and if this and if this, not if, if you decide that there's something that you want to do, you just go out there and do it, and you stay consistent with it. And then the question if is erased from your vocabulary, and it becomes when. It's mm -hmm. only a matter of when, not if. It's when you're going to do these things, when you're going to accomplish those things. And you have to really get yourself, and I, I, and I, this is my, my mini rant, I guess, is um, instant gratification has completely, like, it's, it's messed up our whole entire society. Is we want everything in a moment's notice, immediately. So instead of working six months in the gym to try to get in shape, it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't see results after two weeks, so I quit. And the results don't come quickly. They come over time. And I think I heard a quote, the man that loves walking will never get upset about when he's going to reach his destination. The person that's obsessed about the destination is going to complain and gripe every single step of the way because that's all they focus on. It's about focusing on one step at a time instead of focusing on what is what is out there like in the in the long run. You gotta just take one step at a time. It's the now mindset, not the next mindset. Exactly. It's in uh, imagine and I wanna this is the, the picture I want to paint in your your head. Imagine you're in the dark and you have a flashlight. That flashlight can only see but so far. But instead of like focusing on, man, I can't see past this flashlight and looking around and just not really sure um, what's out there, you focus on that one step and that next step and that next step and you keep walking and you keep making strides until you start to get more confident you can move a little faster. And if you continue, continuously do that, you're gonna find success in everything that you do in anything that you do because what you continuously do, you become. Very true. Very true. It's the power of becoming. You know, it's funny that you said this example. Yeah, my dad taught me that lesson many years ago. He said, son, you're focusing on too much on what you're trying. You're, you're looking too far ahead. Fall in love with the journey. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I think we want to get to our destination. Everybody looks forward to the destination. But how many people went on the way back home 
on a trip, right? This is probably not even relative at all, but I'm just going to say this because it's amazing how our energy is towards the destination when you're going on vacation versus mm-hmm. the destination on the way back. Though we know that no matter what, it's all on how you your perception is of that destination. But if you just enjoy the flight, enjoy the drive, the train ride, whatever it is that you're going on, the boat ride, you enjoy the journey and the destination doesn't really absorb the entirety of your gratitude and your entirety of who you are and what your purpose is and what your success goals are. And so even though like all of this today has kind of just been focused on, you know, this concept of work, this concept of what are we or what are you working on to be, you know, what are you working for? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Like, what is your purpose? What is your why? I guess what is your why is like the more simplified version of what are you working for? I actually have a a, a personal story that I want to share and I've shared it before, but I feel like this one really can, and like I said, I mentioned her name in the beginning, uh, Danielle Kisser. She's the the Paralympic, she swims. And, you know, she was kind of going, I was, as I was reading her story, just to kind of, kind of give her backstory real quick, just so that I can relate it. Uh, she was talking about, you know, being in Tokyo for the Olympics last year. And it just, you know, she was so exhausted from all the training and the conditioning that she had to do. On top of that, she had all the management, all of her team members just, it's just so stressful. And sometimes you sit back and like, was it really worth me getting all the way this far to deal with all this craziness? And sometimes we do that. We work ourselves up around the work we've already done and we become exhausted and then we question whether or not what we're doing is purposeful. What she kind of elaborated on was the fact that she realized that she wasn't there for herself. She was there to prove that it doesn't matter what your condition is or the disability you may have or a thought process that you have, whether it's mental health, spiritual health, physical health, all kind of health that we have out there, you don't allow that to dictate or determine who you are. And so she kind of was going on and on and on about that, which I thought was incredible. And I don't, you know, I, I honestly, I could, I could be here all day talking about her story, but her story is very important. It's valid. And it made a personal connection with me, which actually brought up another time frame in my own personal life, which I've talked about before, but it's a part of the, the journey in the, in the military that I had that I didn't care for the most but I think had the biggest impact on me as an individual. It, it was so impactful that it gave me hope for when I got out of the service. I hated it at the time. I didn't understand why it took place. I didn't know what to do with the time in the first four days of that season. So let me just kind of elaborate. Med hold. Medical hold was kind of a place where people who were waiting for answers on the conditions that they were in, whether it was physical uh, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, they were going home because they weren't fit for military service, whatever the case may be, everybody had their own reasoning. And they were trying to justify some documents for me personally. And I, you know, I was very confused because I felt like I was fit for military service and I wanted answers. I wanted to know what was going on and why it happened. And I was very frustrated, very upset, actually very angry because I was, and I kept it to myself. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I, I, I work hard I run I do my physical fitness I am an element leader I was in charge of 16 men like I, I'm not I know I'm supposed to be here I told myself that I was like I know I have to be here but something you said once is if you want to make God laugh you tell him your plans and I didn't really understand you know after five weeks being pulled out of the military training that I would be put in a hold until they told me actually by the way is we're gonna send you home I didn't know this but I had a purpose because I kept saying, I'm not going home. I'm going to finish training. I got two and a half weeks left. I'm going to push through this. And I did, I ended up doing like three months in hold and holding with the thought every day that I was going to go back into basic, that I was going to go back into basic, that I was going to go in the operational air force. I pushed, I fought, I rebuttaled, I wrote letters, I did everything I could and I pushed myself and the, the kind of like the moral of the story is, is that I realized at the end of the whole entire time that I was in med hold, I had a purpose there beyond me just being there for me to continue a service because God already had a plan. God already knew that I was going to be, you know, relieved from the Air Force and that I was going to have a bigger picture for, you know, at the end. And that's obviously here being in healthcare and proceeding, you know, pursuing the degree to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. And this is what I got from it. At the last night before, I sound like I'm telling the, the Last Supper story of Jesus, but 
But the last evening before I, you know, I found out that I was leaving that day, that evening, um, you know, I had started a prayer circle like maybe three or four weeks prior with one or two guys. Mm-hmm. We ended up having a prayer circle of over 30 dudes. And every night, right after ta- was a taps, taps would go off. We would stand there. We would stand in our circle and we would pray. And I'm talking about men who were atheists, men who didn't believe in God, who were, you know, you know Muslim, who were Jew- like we all just got together and prayed because that's what we needed. We needed each other. And I realized I prayed that evening to myself, like I've to, in my own personal time to God. And I said, God, you know what? I don't know what your purpose was here for me, but it must have been, you know, to be able to be a vessel here for the men that needed you. And if that's what you needed me here for in this time and my expiration date while I was here is now over, I completely understand. And so that's exactly what it was. I was in a place just like Danielle, who was at the swim meet at the Olympics and, you know, me being in basic and, you know, you being in your wash job, sometimes we go through the season where we don't really understand why there's an uncomfortable reward, an uncomfortable, uh, you know, situation, but God will utilize us in a, in that season to actually impact those around you. And so it's kind of weird it's kind of weird that I you know I look back on it and I, I was able to forgive myself and forgive the situation and let go. And so the reason why I share this is, is just because I know it was very confusing why I was not in the place that I wanted to be, the military, to serve and to do exactly what I wanted to do. So working hard, you can work hard, work hard all day long. You can be in a place of success and a place of focus, mindset, whatever it is that you want to do. But sometimes you're in seasons of uncomfortability Mm -hmm. so that you are capable of being consistent in whatever it is that God really wants you to do. You know, while you were talking about that story, right? And this is something that, like, uh, I don't don't know, I guess it amuses me um, because um, we pray to God and we say, God, we want X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And... God always answers prayers. Always. And sometimes the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And that, I can tell you this much. That's the toughest pill to swallow. That's the hardest no to get. When God says, no, mm-hmm. this is my perfect will. This is my plan. And although you don't understand it, although you may not get it, this is what I want. And you pray and you hope and you're you're asking God like can you give me this and unfortunately he has other plans and we don't know what why he did what he did but I can tell you this much in your situation had you stayed in the military you and I wouldn't be doing this no I wouldn't have met Cassandra I wouldn't have been in the hospital wouldn't have gone to school guaranteed the way that I would have no but that's I mean that's a question that we ask ourselves like what happens when We've worked so hard for something. I mean, I went through so many different processes. Yeah. I was going through so many screenings. I had background checks up to a top secret clearance. And then there's these unmet expectations. And these it was left me completely confused with how I could be put through a situation. And, you know, you could be frustrated and upset about it. But like you said, you just... It's a hard pill to swallow. It's the hardest it really pill is. to swallow. Because I didn't understand like, why it happened. <laughs> and that's the thing. Sometimes you don't know why. And it's for our best interest that God doesn't give us the why. It sometimes he wants you to redirect or re go back out and reevaluate your why. And I'm, well, and, and so like you know, and, and I guess the context like that. of of that, like when when you get that no, you have two options at that point. You have to either choose to accept it or fight kicking and screaming. And you know, I, I like you know, I've I've literally I've, I've had it happen so many different times. Like I would would say. It's it's a current, right? Life is the current, and obviously we use a whole bunch of analogies. And I've used the garden analogy before today, and I, I use uh, I'm using the current. You can either swim against it or you can go with it. Either way, the current's taking you wherever you're gonna go, and you can either get to your destination tired and upset and kicking and screaming the whole entire time, or you can flow. You can take it easy, and realize that there's a bigger plan outside of what's happening currently. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But when you fast forward, 
years and years later, you can look back and be like, okay, I learned something from it. Each no is a lesson. And you can either choose to seek out the lesson or you can choose to go against it. Either way, you're still going to get the lesson. Now the question now is are you going to pass the test by learning what that lesson is? This has been a good one. This has been a good. This no, has yeah. been a good, good episode. I, and the reason why I say that is because this is something that I have been pondering for a while. There are days that I go to work, and I think that you know, for anybody in the last few years, it's been, it's been tough. It's been yeah, it's, it's been, been tough, tough, man. You know, uh, you know COVID out here, people losing jobs, people dying, like yeah. there's wars, like there's, there's, all, there's all kinds. There's of stuff. always gonna be something that's happening that you can use as a, a, a as I don't want to use the word excuse because it, it doesn't correctly depict what I'm trying to say, but there's always going to be something that's going on. That's going to give you that leverage you can to use. Yeah, to leverage you yeah. to make a, a decision for your three steps forward or your three steps back. And sometimes so, no steps. You just got to go with the current. You just got to be okay with it. Like I've, go with I've, the current. I've had rough breakups where I'm just like, man, this is a f- person that I see as my future. And then just only to come to realize that this person is not my future. But it gives you the opportunity to learn who you are well not and what are you doing to get to the next level maybe god it can certain it can be that or it, it can also be like all right you need to learn a lesson in patience or you need to learn a lesson and like there's so many different things you what's can that what's that uh it's from is it bruce holman or evan holman i forget it's one of the almighties with morgan freeman yeah, you always say you you you're not always, but you you pray to God for patience, and He doesn't just he, give it to yeah. you. He puts you in situations where you have to learn to, to be, be patient. patient. I can't do Morgan Freeman's voice, but I can't I can't do his voice. I, I can hear it. I can hear it. <laughs> no, yeah, and and that but that's that, that's truth. <laughs> that's it is really truth. Yeah. People want, like you said, people want things right now, but good things take time. You want to work hard for something. I mean, I remember when I first got my first phone. I had to work for that. That wasn't handed to me. I went on Amazon, bought my phone, went to T-Mobile, got my little, you know, little SIM card or whatnot, and I felt good. I was like, I did it. Yeah. And you know, when you apply that, what are you working question to your life? It gives you opportunity to reroute, re reevaluate. Gives you opportunity to. I also find that like if you're. If your your why or your reason for doing it is something that's outside of yourself, meaning that it can't be like, all right, I want to make X amount of dollars because X, Y, Z. If it's about another person or another situation, then you're more likely to be successful because if it's just for you, you're more likely to be like, yeah, I could always do that tomorrow. I could do that later. But if you know that there's somebody out there counting on you and you don't want to let them down, you're more than likely to keep pushing, keep propelling, keep learning. And like I the the best way I can describe it is I've been blessed to be in a situation now. I put solar panels on my mom and dad's house. Um, you know, I I've been able to, you know, I think the other day we went to the iPhone or not iPhone store, went to uh, T-Mobile, they wanted iPhones. I got both of them iPhones. It's been a surreal moment like because at at one point in time they were getting me these things. And now I'm able to give them and of course these are just you know these are just you know earthly possessions things that like will perish and come and go but the fact that i'm capable of doing it and the amount of gratefulness that both of them have and i guess pride that they have knowing that it's coming from me that is priceless man so even if the phone glitches and it it gets water on it or my mom forgets her password for the 19th millionth time or whatever (laughs) It's worth it in the end because I know that it means a lot to them. It's the action. It's the doing. It's what you did. It's exactly. what you it's what you set yourself out to do. Exactly. I love that, man. That's a good way to just kind of wrap it all up, man. You just you go out and you you have to know your why. And you ha- and we talk about that often. I feel like that is something that we talk about a lot, but it's it is a driving force. You can't have a fire without a match. It's not going to happen. You're not going to have it. You can have have every piece of wood in the forest laying on this pile to make a bonfire. But if you don't have a match to start it, nothing's going to happen. Exactly. So, well, guys, we hope that this episode today is 
a dosage of motivation for you. And just as a reminder that sometimes we will have un, you know, unwanted expectations. We will have moments of exhaustion. And maybe you'll go through a season where you're working a job or maybe you're going through a relationship and you're going through that rough patch or you don't understand why you're somewhere. But sometimes stepping back and reevaluating your why, like Adler said, and reevaluating what you're working towards, what is it that is driving you, and rekindling that concept of work and remembering that work has been around longer than you and I have ever been alive. And God set that in the stone from the start when he put Adam in the garden to maintain it, to take care of it. And I think the takeaway today is that no matter who we are, no matter how successful you are and how much money you make, no matter what status quo you have, man, woman, child, you know, parent, grandparent, or single, whatever the case may be, you have control over your life. And as Adler said, it's the current. I think that is a really phenomenal example, a very mm-hmm. great, like, that's an empowering example. I can't take credit for it. Uh, that was Bruce Lee. You know, you can either, you know, I think he's he said the exact quote was something along the lines of, you know, water can cut or cut crash or it can be peaceful. And water can be used as anything. So be like water, be still. Go with the current. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I mean, still, I think it's a phenomenal way of just bringing it back and giving people the visual. For sure, man. Um, one of the things I also want to say, guys, if you haven't done so, you know, it's summertime coming up, you know, start stocking up on your coffee. I know a lot of you guys have y'all's go-to, you know, your Folgers, maybe you like your Starbucks, like your Pike's Roast, whatever the case give may be. Give us a try. That's what I'm saying. You got to give us a, 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 like, just test us out. Check it out. Like, um, I actually was speaking to um, somebody at work the other day, and she was saying that she did like the coffee, and she was actually going to get some more. Um, but it's it's something that you know we're passionate about, and not to mention, we're also you also get a chance to support your local um, your local boys, man. Like this is this is something that we do. We do it because we love each and every single one of you guys. But more importantly, we do it because um, we just want to be able to incite some form of impact, a positive impact in you, in our audience, our listeners, and anyone that we encounter, even if it's just for five minutes, 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. If we have that opportunity, we're going to try to be a light, a source of light for you. And this is what the podcast is. We're a weekly dosage of positivity that you can start your week off the right way and go out and just conquer, be great, be you. Yes, that's right. Well, with that being said, guys, you can follow us at the podcast Instagram, which is going to be the best you nation. Yep. Recap. Remember, you can also take a self-guided tour. It's really easy. There's a lot of great things. TBYNWorldwide.com. And and that website, actually, just real quick again, you can learn about our coffee. You get to learn more about our podcast, why we podcast, where we started, all that good stuff. But that's why it's a self-guided tour. Take yourself on it. With that being said... Anything else, Hyper? I think that's it. Have a blessed week. Stay safe. We love you. Peace. Peace out.